check, check. Mic check. Moto 60 show presented by Maxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data on PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody. It's another Thursday. It's 12.01 p.m. Pacific. That can only mean one thing the Fly Racing Moto 60 show coming at you. Let's talk some Boston Supercross. Round 15 of the Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series coming up this weekend. 702-586-7857. Call in. Talk about Supercross. Talk about Motocross. Talk about GPs. Talk about Canadian Moto if you want. Whatever you want. Uh, give us a call. we got a few lines open still. And uh, today on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, we are giving away a set of levers, uh, front brake and clutch lever set from the folks at Fly Racing. So uh, you'll be looking stylish and functional as well on the show. Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, also brought to you by Get Pro Taper and the folks at Maxis Tires, flyracing.com. Uh, hey, have you checked out the newest offerings of Fly Racing Casual Wear? Flyracing.com, bro. Mountain bike stuff, flyracing.com forward slash MTB as well. And the F2 Carbon Forge helmet is crafted to adhere to strict safety standards, utilizing MIPS technology while incorporating a Kevlar shell construction. Uh, we want to thank the folks at Get, and Dan Truman will be on later. Uh, Justin Barsha, Cooper Webb using Get. Uh, a lot of the MXGP riders also use Get system. It's the brand new Get ECU generation. Join it. The RX1 processor, the LC-GPA, extremely precise and works totally different compared to common OE systems. Two-stroke uh, black boxes, orange boxes, are in stock now, and uh, great guys at Get. And uh, destroy the start, use Get. Also, Pro Taper. Thanks to the folks at Pro Taper, Geico Honda, JGR, Suzuki, Rockstar Husky, all using Pro Taper out there. Anderson and Martin uh, are killing it right now, and they both use Pro Taper, ProTaper.com. From the first innovation, which was the oversized 1018th bar that was invented and patented by Pro Taper. Remember that thing without a crossbar that Bradshaw ran? Yeah, that was a Pro Taper. And since then, Pro Taper has prided themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line for drive and control needs for today's serious racer to the average weekend warrior. Also to Max's Tires, Jeremy McGrath. We had him on a little while ago. The King, Jeremy McGrath, developing a new tire for the folks at Maxxis. Uh, MXST is coming out soon. Maxxis.com, M-A-X-S. IS.com. From your bike to your truck to almost everything in between with wheels, Maxxis Tires will have you hooking up, pulling the whole shot, and beating the competition. One of the world's most trusted tire brands, Maxxis delivers high-quality tire products that perform no matter their terrain or conditions. If you don't believe me, just ask Jeremy McGrath, bro. Yeah, that's right. Uh, hey, we have uh, lots to talk about. Jason Thomas, Dan Truman coming up. Boston, Supercross, Foxborough, whatever you want to call it. 702-586-7857. Uh, give us a call and tell us what's on your mind. And we're going to give away a fly racing uh, lever set, either uh, uh, the clutch and the brake, to a lucky winner here on the show. I'm Steve Mathis with me, producing the show, holding things down over there, taking your calls. Tits? Travis, hi, hi, Steve. It's Travis Marks, everybody. Did I sound close? Yeah, at all? a little bit, a little right. bit. Um, Tits is gone on a on a cruise. Yeah, he lives a rough life. Cruise that, life, that and so one. you are filling in for him. Yeah, uh, on on the noon hour show. So, and uh, your your deal went fantastic. You got pulled over on the way here. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I didn't get a ticket. Yeah. Uh, then I wasn't late. So, <laughs> double good, double good hear. double good news there. Uh, day race this weekend. How's yeah. a day race affect your life? Um, other than having to get up earlier to make sure fantasy's going okay, that's eh, all right. Do you care or not? Do no, you like them really. or not? No. No, nah, it's whatever. whatever. It's whatever. Saturday I feel, night, like, I, feel like, I feel like nighttime races are a little more 
it's just got that more supercross feel to it. For some reason, the day races they kind of lose a little bit of the of the show factor, I guess you could say. But you know, um, that's just me. Yeah, um, I'm with you. It's a little weird. JT's also in your boat where yeah. he's like a little bit. I, myself, there's good and there's there's positive sure. negatives to both. I can't sure. say which one I like better. But we're back at day race this weekend. And next weekend in Salt Lake or a day race. Yeah, weird so stuff. Everybody get ready for that. Uh, 702-586-7857. Uh Getting ready for sign-ups for the outdoors. Going to give away a motorcycle for that. Going to give away a motorcycle for our Supercross winner. And we're going to give away a random motorcycle to a guy who uh, just signed up for the whole year. So uh, please, PulpFantasy.com. It's not too late to play for the outdoors. It's much too late to play for Supercross. Um, so, yeah, it, there's lots to talk about when it comes to Boston or Foxborough. And pulpfantasy.com on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Let's get right to our first guest uh, from flyracing.com. JT, what's up, Jason Thomas? Not too much. Just uh, preparing for round 15, Stephen. Is this Boston or is this Foxborough? I know it is officially, but what is it to you? Um, man, I think I've said and read and spoken, written, typed, all those above. So Yeah. I think Foxborough because man, if if you've ever done the drive, it's a good half an hour at least, maybe forty five minutes outside of the oh, city. Oh yeah, yeah, if not more. So yeah. Yeah. I'll go with Foxborough. Uh, getting out of Logan and getting there, yeah, that's a forty five minute deal, you know. Um, but yep. uh, um, it's cool. Hey, so we've seen the Supercross series alternate between New York and Boston the last couple mm-hmm. of years. Um, yep. What do you think? What What's your thoughts on? both of that things both of those cities should they have both in there is alternating good which one do you like better etc etc i think i think alternating is good because you're drawing from the same customer base and that that was from their analytics from what i know uh, you know where they're where people are buying tickets from and did all the geo tracking and it, they were pulling from the same areas so for them they didn't feel like they could successfully execute two rounds and get people to come to both so this was the kind of the next best step is you're going to get, you know, maybe the guys in Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, and then those same group that are going to go to either New York or Boston. And then if you, you know, for the next year you go to New Jersey and you pull south a little bit, you pull from PA, you pull maybe, you know, even um, maybe down into like Kentucky and Virginia, West Virginia, maybe those areas are willing to drive the six hours or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't mind it, but if I have my preference, I would take uh, I would take New York every time. I just think the Manhattan aspect of it is uh-huh. awesome. I love going into the city. Yeah, no, you're right. It's more to do that way for sure. Um, do you uh, – what about the day race? What, how, what do you think about that? We're back to day races this weekend and next day races. Yeah, I don't think as a – Long term or you know overall uh, strategy, I don't think it's very good. But um, similar to Triple Crown, I think having a few in there, you know, especially when we can get on Network Fox, I think that's a that's a big deal. And we should make concessions if necessary to pull that off. Yeah. Uh, just being able to get that bigger market and bigger audience, you know, whether we whether or not we retain that audience and and turn those people into motocross fans, I you know we both have our doubts about that. But I think it, it's definitely cool just to get new eyeballs on the sport in that way. And if we have to get up and, you know, track walk at 6.30 a.m., if that's what it takes to do it, then, yeah, yeah so be it. That's why they make coffee. Yeah, and, and make no mistake about it, they're doing it for TV, which I get and I understand, but that's, that's why they're doing it. Yep. Yeah, so, the, I mean, the upside on a selfish side, I'll be home Saturday night both weekends. So I'm all in on that. How are you pulling that off? I'm very, uh, very tactical, Steve. I know there's a lot of ins and outs, very complicated case. I understand Salt Lake City, but Boston, you, you're not sticking around for the end of the 450 main. It's going to be tight. I'll oh, give you that. You're not going to. There is no gonna be way. It's going to be tight. I, well, you uh, fly United, so I can understand how you would have zero chance of that. Oh, no. I looked at many airlines. I looked at many because I was even thinking, if I could do it on another airline, I might. <laughs> it's going to be tight. <laughs> All right. Well, you don't have to go to the press press, press conferences. Don't, yeah. You don't have to come. I've always there. gone before you, anyway. Yeah. So no. I'm absolutely. But um, all right. So uh, we're gonna have Dan Truman on here in a little bit, and uh, for you, um, uh, it's not uh, you know you're not uh, riding as much as as other people. But Chad Reed has got the new uh, factory edition bike this weekend, I guess, for mm-hmm. Husky. And again, uh, you haven't ridden them back to back or anything. But everybody that has says this thing's a lot better. Do you look for Chad to do better? Knowing him, it could go one of two ways. He could get a mental boost from thinking his equipment's better and 
that could be a big difference just mentally for him. Or it could go the other way where he has no idea on settings. The bike's really different from everyone I've talked to. It's it's a completely different motorcycle, and he really hasn't gotten any time on it. So it could go, it could really backfire, and he would just be searching all over all day. And, and you've lived through that too, where he just has no idea what settings he wants or how he wants it set up, and he's fighting it. And I don't know. I, I would bet you that he doesn't even know and won't know until you know yeah. sometime mid mid morning on Saturday how this thing's going to play out. Yeah, it uh, it'll be interesting. Um, everybody that I've talked to that's ridden them said the the factory edition is a lot better bike, um, but hard to believe it could be that much better and improve somebody's results at round uh, uh, fifteen when they're just jumping on it. You know. So yeah, I, I think the the new one's quite a bit bigger though, from what I've seen. Um, you know, from the you know, when, when Blake first got on his, his bike, which would have been early December, they really had a tough time getting it sorted out because it was, it was a very large motorcycle compared to his previous bike. Um, you know, there were some that felt that they built the, that bike specifically for hurlings around him a little bit more. Oh, really? Uh, okay. yeah. Taller, bigger. Yeah, they, they had to build quite a few um, factory parts for Blake in that, you know, month interim uh, to to make the bike smaller for him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that that'll affect Chad so much, but it could be something to watch for it yeah. on the weekend anyway. Yeah, maybe. Let's get to Chad. He has some questions about Chad Reed. Chad, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, hey, how are you doing? Good. What's up, man? Well, uh, you guys pretty much just answered my question I was going to ask about uh, the the bike that Chad just got. Is he getting factory support, or he just bought that himself? No, he bought it. Yep. He bought oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I guess uh, I, I, we'll, I, we'll talk to Dan Truman about it here shortly, but, uh, yeah, I think they just shipped it up there. So. Huh. Yeah. Okay, hey, well, I got you on the phone. One more thing. Um, do you think that whole thing with uh, Cedric Subarasa, I'm not really sure how you pronounce his name, it had more to do with, with Josh Hansen and the way he is than anything. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. I, I mean, well, I've never heard anyone comment on it, say anything or anything like that. Well, and the only thing I've ever noticed is he just seems, you know, like he's out there. I mean, I just think they didn't want to waste the money. It was six hundred dollars in diesel that they would have had to dump. They didn't, uh, you know, they didn't know they had to come in with quarter tank or less. A lot of the other teams knew, and I guess it came. But uh-huh. I, but. but you're dumping the six hundred dollars, but you're already there anyways. I don't know, man. Uh, um, well, it's not yeah. that. It's just so much how they how they look in the end because of what they've done to that guy. You know? No, I know. Yeah. I don't think they. Yeah, I mean that was, Yeah, I don't think they cared about Cedric Subaros. Well, clearly. Well, so. yeah, but now <laughs> who wants to ride for him ever again? Well, no, I don't think that's yeah. So, but props to the nut up guys. They they're helping out the Hep guys now a little bit. So that's that's good to see, man. Thanks, Chad. Thanks for the call. Yeah, have a good day. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Well, hey, we wanted to talk a little bit about Chad Reed's switch, and there might not be a better guy to talk to than Chris Kiefer. Kiefer, what's up, man? JT and I are here. Hey, JT. Hey, buddy. Okay, so well, just real quickly, uh, Chad's going from the, the normal FC F450 to the factory edition. We were JT and I are you know wondering how he's going to do, if it's going to help. It's, JT said it's a bigger bike. Uh, what, what's your thoughts? Is this something that's going to help Chad – jump up a little bit i mean there's only three left but what do you think Kiefer? um i don't know if it's gonna like jump his results up but maybe the placebo effect will kick in where thinking hey you know ja and dino's riding this bike so it's got to be better he rides on it he already has that in his head and it kind of like snowballs and said you know this is a little bit better bike i think the bike itself comparing it to the 18 is chassis wise is much better um, Engine-wise, of course, that's not going to matter with him. But, yeah, yeah chassis-wise, I would think very, very good. More yeah. compliant. I think he'll be better in the whoops with this bike. So, uh, okay, yeah, I think it's going to help him a little bit. I don't know if it's going to make him top five. Yeah, but like you said, JT, too, like for Chad, mentally it could just help him. Like he's just – Chad will just be, you know oh, – I, I, Yeah, it could, yeah. it could go either way, though. But he fights bikes so much sometimes that if the thing's just way different – it may. I mean, the track's going to be, from what I know of Boston, and they got, they're having some iffy weather right now. The track could be really difficult and bumpy, and and a lot of those things. Your bike needs to be really, really set up. So I don't know. I, I'm interested to see because, like I said at the beginning, it could go one of two ways very, very easily for yeah. him. You think Kiefer? He can well, just hey, it, I, go ahead. No, I was going to say when I did this 
when I went to the intro when they first, you know, released this bike, you know, the guys internally at Husky said, man, it took a long time for, for Dean and Jason to get used to the new chassis. Like, they didn't like it at first. And then once they got some more time and testing under their belts, they appreciated what it was about. But it wasn't something they just jumped on and be yeah. like, oh, my God, this is way better. It took time. And, and, and JT, you said the same thing about, about Blake. Blake wasn't. Yeah, I mean, you could see it at Anaheim 1. I mean, that was the, the conversation going on at the truck after the first round at Anaheim was, I, we're nowhere near where we need to be on bike setup. It was just, we thought we were pretty good, but we're not there yet. So you saw that slowly improve to where he was starting to run up front, but it was, it was a process for sure. Mm. What do you, so what, what's your prediction, Kiefer, for Reed? Uh, this weekend, you're not going to see much difference. Um, give him a week or so, and I think maybe you'll see a couple spots up more. And, you know, also, everyone's freaking hurt, dude. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think Chad's going to, on paper, going to look better towards the end of the series anyway. Oh, there we go. All right. Well, thanks for your time, buddy. Appreciate it. Just wanted to find out a little more about that bike. All right, guys. All right. Thanks. Have a good show. All right. Thank you. Chris Key for everybody, giving us a little, little bit of a uh, dialed-in talk about the difference between the bikes. Uh, let's get to some more phone calls here. Let's go to Nick. Nick, what's happening? How are you? Hey, guys. I just had a fantasy question. Um, I'm currently playing the Pulp MX Fantasy League. I sit 88th in the league rank. I'm 200. Nice job. And, nice job. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm kind of torn right now because what is it? Top 10 get prizes? Yeah. So do I just start sending it for the last three rounds trying to get into the top 10? I'm 241 points down. Mm-hmm. What the, what's the strategy here? What do you think, JT? Depends on what you want to do. If you are only worried about winning prizes and you kind of don't care about anything else, yeah, you've got you've to gamble. And the, the biggest piece of advice I can give you there is, you've, unfortunately, you're going to have to take some risks, and that means picking guys that other guys aren't. So I've been in this situation where I've been, I mean, top three, even going, you know, top three overall in a series going into the last round in, in other fantasy leagues. And, yeah, you've, you've got to kind of try to anticipate who they can and can't pick. That's a good way to start. And then kind of, kind of look at their trends. Who do they like to pick? Who do they generally, who's their go-to guys? Uh, and then if you want to beat them, you've, you've got you've to pick different guys. You've got to outsmart them at their own game. So it definitely gets dicey. But with you being that far out, yeah, you've got you to take some flyers. You've got to go for guys that most people aren't going to pick, really low pick trends, and you're going to need some luck. That's really the only way to do it. We, um, we do have the pick trend on the site, so you can kind of see that. You know, like uh, uh, we did a podcast yesterday, the Pulp Mix Fantasy podcast yesterday, and um, – John Short, I think, was 4%. or Yeah, I think John Short was 4% pick uh, pick trend. So there's a guy that where you're like, oh, I'm going there, you know. Uh, first lap leaders also, man. Start picking first that's lap leaders. Was, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to ask next is I guess I just got to start picking those and hope they hit. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. For me, I, I don't – I mean, I don't care too much about the prizes. I'm not eligible to win anyways. And, and for me, I just want to finish up as high as I can. And so, well, just you know, a, just ahead of JT, though, right? That's all. Yeah, that no, that'll happen. Don't worry. That's that's already <laughs> locked in stone. It's looking good uh, for you. Uh, thanks, Nick. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you. it. See ya. Yep. Thank you, uh, Connor. What's going on? How are you, man? Is that Connor? Yeah. What's up, Connor? Hey, uh, I'm the guy that was talking about Christian Craig last week. Did JT's VIP experience? Oh yeah. Hey, man. What's up? Um, okay. I'm, I'm kind of ha- kind of happy you called uh, called Christian out on that. That made me laugh, and I figured it was pretty unbelievable. Obviously, with my size, but uh, seeing the three triple crowns in person was yep. awesome. It's a way better format for sure. Yeah. Do you think in the future, maybe with them announcing you know a trophy for Eli last second, do you think that could be two separate series within the same series eventually? No, no, I don't think they want anything to do with that and confusing people like they used to have the world rounds and. And Daytona didn't count, right. but the Canadian ones, I don't think they want anything to do with that. But I'd like to see a truck or something given away for, for the guy uh, for the Triple Crown. But I honestly think, Connor, I bet you we see more Triple Crowns next year, maybe five, maybe six. Uh, what do you think, JT? Well, it doesn't, that, that kind of takes away from the word Triple Crown, right? Yes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think that format grows for sure. But I have no evidence of this or reason to know this to be fact, but I would kind of think this all was like last minute and like, hey, we should probably do something to celebrate this. Can we get something made real quick? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm 
purely guessing on that, but I have a feeling that's how it went. Yeah. So I, I don't think. I mean, I think they'll maybe they'll publicize it more next year, Connor. Like if they have five races or three races or whatever many they have, maybe they'll publicize it more as far as like, hey, the guys are going for this. But honestly, if it's just a trophy, like these guys don't care. Like nobody's going to care. There's got to be money or a truck yeah. or or you know um, something on the line for these guys to care. Do you, do you see them going to more of a like a three ten minute mains instead of the three separate times just to well you know, uh, keep, keep interest up? Yeah. By the last main, I was kind of bored. Were you really? Um, I shouldn't say I was bored, but you know, we saw we knew Anderson got docked. We kind of knew Eli was going to win it. He was kind of milking it in, and it just it seemed like if they were all three the same length, it would kind of force guys to to go a little harder. And yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see him the same length, but I like to see him the same length. But they're already complaining that some of the riders about having to ride more than a normal night, anyways. Um, so if you add more to the first and second mains, or if you deduct it or whatever, there might be more grumbling, you know. So. Sure, sure. Um, well, thanks. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I mean, JT, like, these guys have a point. Like, okay, so if you just work at 7-Eleven and you get paid X amount of salary or whatever and all of a sudden your boss heaps on overtime and you're not getting any extra money, you know, this happens. I mean, this is a common problem in the world. Uh, you're not going to be soaked. And as much as these guys make, it doesn't matter. They're still being asked to work more for the same amount of money. I get it. Like, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, these riders are idiots, blah, blah. Like, in any sort of walk of life, you're being asked to work for more for, for the same money. Uh, I don't necessarily buy that because nowhere in anybody's contract does it say what format you're going to be asked to race. No, no, but it's just what more than what they're used to. You know, yeah, I, okay. Well, you want work, go race an outdoor national. I, I'm, aware back to me. I'm aware of this. I'm aware of this. I'm just. I know. I'm just saying. Like they want to find. They want to remember what work is like. Saturdays. Will, Saturdays in the summer will be here very soon. So, I think. I don't think it's the work to me. I think it's they worry about the risk. Um, that much more racing. You know. I think from what the complaints I heard, it's it's so many more chances out there, more gate drops, more close racing, um, and they're worried about injury. Uh, but man, I, I just still at the end of the day. If we can create a better product, uh, I think yep. you know they're not going to care about the complaints. They're going to say, "Well, this is better for everybody, and this is what we're going to yeah. do." And one day, this is just going to be commonplace. And yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, remember when we used to do seventeen twenty lap races?" Right. No, no, I, I'm with you. I'm all for it. I'm just saying, yeah. I get it. I'm not saying you guys are. You know, I'm not being like you guys. I'm being unrealistic here. But think think about how much riding you have to do at like Bercy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, crazy yeah. amount of riding in three day formats. I mean, no, I, it's it's not that that much to ask, in my opinion. Well, I guess I just care about the riders, and you don't. I guess that's bottom line. <laughs> right? Yeah. I guess I, I just care about them, and, and you no, don't. So I, have, I am unable to find empathy for them. Uh, hey, Justin, uh, Justin Hill, Josh Hill. Um, do we know if he's in? Do we think he's in? I mean, uh, Webb's out, broke his lower leg, and that's another whole story and a bummer for for Coops. They probably going to put Hill in, right? Well, I texted I texted a Yamaha guy, and he said. I guess we'll see. That's what my Yamaha source so. said. So I mean, he's been riding a Yamaha at the Yamaha track all week. So why would you think not? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So all right. Um, soft and ruddy again this weekend. As bad as Indy, you think, or how do you think it's going to turn out? No, it won't be soft like that because uh, I, it'll be outside. You know, the dirt's dirt's covered, and then uh, they'll take. It's not supposed to rain after today. So it'll be uncovered tomorrow, and you know it'll dry all day tomorrow, and then dry during the day on Saturday. So I don't think it'll be soft like that, but I think it'll, you know, it's an outdoor race in April in New England, so it's not going to be rock hard either. Yeah. Um, I just think it'll be, it'll get chewed up uh, by main event time. It'll be rough. There'll be some ruts in the turns, um, you know. And it's just something that the track crew is going to have to stay on all day. I think. Um. Yeah, I, I agree. It's going to. Uh... It'll be technical. It'll be one of those ones that, uh, you know, you got to be kind of right line choice. Uh, it'll change throughout the night. It'll evolve. You'll have to kind of figure out new things, and, and it'll reward a technical guy. But then again, Anderson's, you know, he's more of a pin it dude, and, and he does really well at this stuff too. So um, we saw that in Seattle and Indy when he came from, from dead last. Uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 Show presented by Get Pro Taper and Max's Tires. Jason Thomas on the line. Uh, Zach Osborne, Fly Racing Zone. He has a 12-point lead on Jordan Smith, uh, and this is the last weekend for him for the for an all-East format. Two rounds left, and then, of course, Vegas East-West uh, uh, shootout. Now, don't be ridiculous here, JT, but if you're Zach Osborne, 
How many points are you feeling safe over Jordan Smith going into Vegas? Like going into the last round where anything can happen. He's got 12 now. What would you realistically like to see if your Zach is stretched that out? Like 15? You know, that'd be, well, that'd be, you know. I think for Zach, I think he's going to go in and I don't think he's going to do anything stupid. Uh, I, actually, I actually think Jeremy Martin is going to win the race uh, just with the conditions and the momentum he's got. But he's 14 back, so I think I what we're going to look at, if I had you know, gun to my head, I would say Jeremy Martin wins. I think Zach will be second. I think Jordan third. And that would put J-Mart at 11 back, um, Jordan Smith at 14 back, and I think Zach would be pretty comfortable going into Vegas with a double-digit lead. So the short answer is if he can be double digits in points going into Vegas, I think he'll be happy with that. Double digits, you'll be comfy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think you're probably right. Somewhere around, somewhere around that, around that would be good. Uh, Tim, what's up? Welcome to the show. Uh, what's your question? How you doing? Um, I was just wondering for the Triple Crown format, why are they trying to re- reinvent the wheel? They want to get the LTQs into the uh, night show. Start those off with the uh, start the night show off with the LTQs, and then go to a two for, uh, two moto format, just like the outdoors. Okay. Why would um, you think? Why? Yeah, I mean that's another that's another another idea, JT. What do you think about that? I mean, Wygan and I have been going on and on about getting these LCQs to start the night. Uh, yeah, I think the LCQs are a good idea. Um, I think going just to a two moto format, you know, there's always, I think, some reluctancy to uh, mirror an outdoor format just because of the politics involved and two different competing series, yada yada yada. Um, so I don't know that this format is really set in stone. You know, I would assume at some point there will be a huge meeting with Feld and all the team managers and decision makers of how did this go? Did we like it? Did we hate it? How can we adjust it? Um, you know, I fully expect Feld to say, hey, guys, we're, we're going to continue to do these. Maybe we can massage it some, and this is your chance to give input on how to massage it, but I don't think they're willing to revert back to the old format for 17. Uh, so I think, yeah. you know, you go, you're right. saying going to two motos or you adding LCQs or you changing the time frames of the main events. I think all of that will be on the table at some point this summer. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks for the call, man. Not a problem. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's uh, – it's funny, JT, like a lot of interest from fans about this Triple Crown. Like people dug it, man. They really liked it. I mean, and even interest in the fans that said I hate it, which there's some of those out there too. But no matter what, it's cool to see the passion for the fans and all the questions and tweets and emails that I get about this format. Uh, I, it really struck a nerve with a lot of fans. Fans were desperate for change. Yeah, I think I saw an email today being tossed around there. There were 17 different winners. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Something crazy yeah. like that. Um, no, well, only we had six different. We had five, five different winners in, a- in Anaheim, two, and six different in Atlanta, and six different in Minneapolis. Yeah, that's insane. Right. So, um, yeah, it's it's nuts. Hey, by the way, uh, Zacho's got twelve on Smith and sixteen on Jmart. So, um, just you said fourteen, but um, so it'll be it'll be interesting to see. What I say? You said fourteen. How many does he have? He's got twelve on Jmart. Yeah, on Smith. Are you sure? Yep. How many? Say it again. How many do they have? Zach Osborne has a 12-point yep. lead on Jordan and a six, 16 on six. On, on, oh, okay. I said on, 14. On J-Mart. Uh, okay. All right. Let's go to uh, Dustin on six. Got a question about Brandon Hartraff. Dustin, what's up, man? What's your question about Brandon? Yeah, with, no, with, uh, I don't know what his uh, contract with Cycle Trader. If uh, it's a one-year deal, and if it is, um, do you see anyone else like uh, PC or Geico uh, picking him up for next year? I mean, yeah, Constant saying we could work with speed. I mean, obviously he's extremely fast. So yeah, uh, you're right. What do you think, JT? What about Hartraft? I don't know. I mean, the, you know, those 250 teams are pretty full. Um, I think if I had to choose right now, I would see him staying where he's at. Uh, you know, that's a Yamaha-supported team. You know, Christina's built a great program over there. Uh, the biggest problem that I see is you've got. Uh, these kids moving up. You've got March Banks moving up. You've got, you know, just young kids moving up steadily. Um, I don't know what Hal Payne's going to do. I don't know what any of these kids are going to do. So he's going to be fighting with kids that are already contracted to move up. We got, so that, that's his biggest challenge. Yeah, we got PC looks full, or except for PC looks to have one spot open. Should be AC, Davalos, and March Banks next year. And, oh, and Forkner. Yeah, Forkner. So, too, so yeah. they'll be full. And Geico, I think, will have – well, we don't know about Christian yet, but 
Um, Geico will have some ch- will have some guys open. I believe McAdoo, Hampshire, and Craig are all up. Jmart will be there. So, um, and I don't know about Star. I would think Ferrandis would be back. Uh, Plessinger is supposed to be back uh, in two fifties. Nichols, I think they would take another chance, or they re-sign Nichols actually. Re-signed, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So they're they're the Star looks to be almost full also. So. Um, yeah, Dustin. I agree, though. Hartraff's been good, JT. Like he has been good. He, I, I yep. didn't know much about him at all yep. going into the season, so he's been a revelation. I'll give him a lot of credit. Yeah, and you're right, Dustin. He's got speed. We can work with speed, and Hartraff's got it, like in qualifying and that type of stuff. So you're right about that, man. Uh, thanks for calling. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's go to Justin. Justin, what's up? How are you? Hey, what's up? Um, knowing you guys are both uh, – Setting guys, would you put any extra money on Barsha in his, uh, if you could say, at a hometown race this weekend? Uh, I don't know. What do you think, JT? Is it is it Barsha's hometown race? He's kind of Jersey, man. I don't know if you can claim that. Yeah, it's it's good. as close as he's going to get, so I'll I'll let right. him claim it for sure. Um, he will definitely have a lot of Barsha fans there. You know, he raced mm-hmm. NESC quite a bit, I think, growing up too. So, um, you know, I don't know that the hometown thing will help him, but I think maybe the conditions will. I think if mm-hmm. the track is, you know, nasty and beat up and um, less than perfect, you know, with the way he gets good starts and uh, his ability to ride adverse conditions, yeah, I think he will be a top five guy, uh, maybe even, you know, around the podium. If if one of the top three best guys don't get a good start, you know, because I, I think we have a pretty clear top three at the moment, but there's always mm-hmm. a chance if one of those guys has some trouble. I uh, I was impressed right. with him coming back though, Justin. If this is this isn't Justin Barsha, is it? No. Okay. All right. No. Uh, Justin Barsha calling about Barsha. Uh, no, I I was impressed with his comeback and his speed though. He got third in the first one and he tracked Brighton down in the third crown. Uh, so he was pretty good, man. Um, I was I was. I thought it was. I I really thought it was going to go sideways on him though because he qualified thirteenth. That was really weird. I mean, he was yeah. he was behind Chad even. I'm like, oh man, is this going to be one of those things where he came back too early and sure. it's going to go really poorly? Right. But he rode really well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Good point. Hey, Justin, you got a bike? I do. Yep. You want to try pivot clutch and brake lever setup from Fly Racing? Oh, it'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. They make much more than just gear, people. So yeah. Stay, oh, I know. Stay on the line. Uh, Travis will get your information. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thanks for calling. I've never seen one of those. JT, are they are they cool? I mean, they're super they're nice, cool. actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're uh, you know the the tri pivot thing is obviously the coolest part of them. So they're in a crash, they're going to basically flex and, and give you that movement. So, pretty uh, sweet. All right, let's go to Mike. Mike, what's happening? How are you? Oh, pretty good. How are you guys? Good. What's going on? Hey, so with a triple crown format or whatever, I think it would be sweet if they did five of them, two on the east, two on the west, and then one in the middle for the showdown. Yeah. Uh, I, I, heard, right. I heard the 250 guys saying they had to deal with two triple crowns and – the West guys only deal with one, and blah blah blah. So your your theory is make it make it even even for the two fifty guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, I'm all right with that. Huh. JT, what do you think? Better than never. Yeah. What do you think, JG? JT? Um. Yeah, I'm into it. I think it's sweet. All right. There we go. We think it's sweet. Good job. Sweet. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Um. All right. Let's get to uh, Josh. Josh, what's up? Yeah. Um. I just had a question for you guys. I was wondering if you guys had seen the tweet that Ryan Surratt tweeted this week about MXA publishing an article about Dennis Stapleton pulling the whole shot on a 125 versus a bunch of pros at Glen Helen. No, I didn't. I don't read MXA. But okay, I I was just I just don't know how they have any credibility left. Dude, they yeah. don't. They're terrible. They, they they just said it was Craig. It was uh, Craig Osborne. Didn't that, isn't that what they said on, on, in their magazine? They had a picture of Zach. Said it was Craig Osborne or something. It, it's, a, yeah. it's ridiculous. Okay, yeah, I, I was just wondering if you guys had seen that. No, or not. JT, do you know what he's talking about? No, I don't. Uh, no, yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I don't understand those guys. I mean, they'll just keep they'll just keep stealing stuff too from other magazines and stuff or other media people and claiming it as their own on Twitter. I I, I don't know I, if, if they still do this because I'm blocked, but they did do it at one time. I mean, it seems like they don't even have a pulse on the sport anymore. I like, it, I don't know where, like, if he if they actually watch the races or what or, but I I don't know that. It just it seems like they bring in people to write that don't even follow the sport. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't remember the last time I picked up an MXA. I, I see their covers, and it's just it's the National Enquirer of, of stuff where they're like trying to get you to ride two strokes all the time, which you know that's that's what they're trying to do. So, um, all right, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, JT. MXA is going to MXA is going to MXA. That's I think that's what you have to say. That's it. That's it. Um, uh, yeah, I, I you know it's tough because I do like Daryl Eklund, but man, you look at some of the stuff that goes out, and you're just like, what is happening? Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk some outdoors. Uh, what's happening? Uh, this is Tyler. Tyler, you want to talk some outdoor moto? Yeah, what's up? I was just wanting to call and figure out who's in and who's out. Like, do we know if Ratsmith's coming back and what? Who? Uh, your phone's yeah, going. Uh, look like. Your phone is. I don't know if you're in a submarine. You there? Or, yeah. What? What are you, are you in a? Are you captured? Is that Liam Neeson there? What, hey, can you hear me? Yeah. What's up? What were you saying? Hey, I was just wanting to call and see who's in and who's out with uh, the outdoors this year. Is Roxon in? Is he out? Roxon's uh, in. What bro. are y'all thinking? Roxon's oh, in. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, JT, hard to think he'll be 100 percent by Hangtown for Kenny, but maybe. That's going to be a big ask, yeah. I mean, he's riding, which I would have not thought would be possible yet. But, man, he's got a month. He's got a month. It could happen. Yeah, yeah. Kenny, Kenny's going to be in. Um, Eli's in. Marv, J- Jason Anderson. Christian Craig's going to ride 450s for the other spot. I don't think I don't think we'll see Seeley all outdoors. Pretty sure he's out. Um, yeah, so March Banks is moving up. We saw that this week. I don't know much about this March Banks kid, JT. He's an amateur. How, do you, how, how is he? He's going to be fast, for sure. I think, uh, you know, these amateur kids have such an advantage of just riding outdoors just for, you know, nonstop all through the winter and getting ready for Hangtown. Uh, and he'll be one of them. And he's going to be on a, you know, factory PC Cowie bike. So yeah. um, whether he's, you know, able to go up and run with guys like Zach and Jeremy and those guys, I doubt. I don't expect that. But, um, you know, him going out and getting top 10 both motos, that's something that could be very realistic. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kenny will be – it'll be interesting to see Kenny, you know. if uh, I don't know. I, it'll be tough, I think, for him to be 100%, like I said, uh, as, soon as, uh, as soon as he hits the ground running. Uh, Ryan, what's up? You want to talk about Zach Osborne's contract? Yeah, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Listen, I was just – I'm a little unclear because uh, I, I see that, you know, he might not be able to be in the 250 Supercross next year. And then I see that he extended his contract with Husky, and I know he's like the defending champion. I'm just unclear as to you know what what that outcome is. He's going to ride 450s full time in 19 and 20. Really? Yeah, and he'll ride 250 outdoor this year. He was going to, he was supposed to ride 450s, but he's going back down, and then he'll be full time 450s for 19 and 20. Okay, so what what does that look like for the for the 450 Husky team? Is that kind of cancel a spot for like maybe Dino or, or what do you think? Yeah, I think so. Huh? JT doesn't sound like that. I doubt they carry three. So I think Dino's going to be ride shopping for eight for 19. Yeah. Which is crazy. I mean, he's been, he's been really, really solid, you know, for, I guess when you have Anderson winning the title, you know, Dino, I don't think would really characterize himself as a second guy, but he's kind of fit that role really well this year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a bummer for him. But the way he's riding and if he stays healthy and stays in the top five, top ten the rest of the season, he's going to land somewhere. I, I'm yeah. very confident in that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, thanks, man. Appreciate the call. Yeah, for sure. Take all, right. all right, JT, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, we will see no you worries. this weekend in Boston. And uh, good luck catching that flight Saturday night. Good luck. All right, see you guys. See you, man. Jason Thomas, everybody. Flyracing.com. Please check them out from Blake Baggett to Zach Osborne to the Seven Deuce Deuce to Ben LeMay. Fly Racing has got you covered head to toe. Please check them out on the web. And uh, also to ProTaper, ProTaper.com, Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR Suzuki, the Fusion Bar, the one-third waffle grip, the Twister throttle tube. Just a few examples of how ProTaper continues to push the limits. ProTaper.com and Maxxis Tires, MXST Tire coming out soon. Developed by the King, Jeremy McGrath. If the King develops it, that's good enough for me. One of the world's most trusted tire brands, Maxxis delivers high-quality tire products to perform no matter the terrain or conditions. And Get, join the Get ECU generation. Uh, Cooper Webb, Justin, uh, Justin Barsha have, among others. And to talk about that and more, uh, let's get uh, Dan Truman on the line. Dan, what's up, man? How are you? Oh, you know, just a beautiful day. I had to come to Boston a little early uh, <laughs> to do some more work. uh first of all let's talk about get did you get those two stroke ignitions back in stock 
Yes, everything is no, everything is in stock now. Okay, because uh, they were selling like hotcakes for for gay. Yeah, yeah. So we we did some trade shows with with JC and and Paul and those guys and, and their companies that they work for and and things. Uh, Things got a little crazy. We we sold way more than we thought, which is good. Yeah, that's a good uh, but problem. Then, yeah. You know, when things are in demand, it's good. But um, you know, you got to have them in stock to sell more of them. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, please check them out on the web. Uh, the two stroke ignitions that are new for this year are killing it. Uh, also, too, like I said, uh, Chad uh, Cooper Webb, Justin Barsha, using Get Products. Uh, Dan, so we talked earlier in the show. Chad Reed is is switching to the uh, factory edition of the FC four fifty. Um, what's the decision behind this? Kind of late, kind of sudden. Uh, did he did he ride a buddies or something? Did he ride a friends and all of a sudden he was better? Uh, no, there are there are none around us. Um, I got a text on uh, on Monday. Said, hey, you think you could find one of these bikes? So I looked all over the internet, found a couple, ended up finding one pretty close. Um, his practice bike mechanic Shane drove and, and went and picked it up. Um, he rode it stock for, I don't know, eight minutes or so. And he kind of looked at us and he's like, all right, how do we get it there? And I'm like, uh, well, uh, we pulled up a map and we didn't have enough time to drive it there. So, uh, Shane and I took it apart and, uh, we put it in a box and we FedExed it, uh, we FedExed it to the hotel. <laughs> I mean, that's the, how? that's the, that's the extent of it right now. And, how many uh, boxes, I, how many boxes is that? Um, we got the whole bike in, in, uh, four good size boxes. They're pretty good size boxes though. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, was, was there clown music playing while you were doing it? <laughs> oh man, there's not, we didn't really have an option. It was one of those things where he's like, I don't know, let's, let's get there. That's why we're here on Thursday. We're going to, we're going to try and build it. Not everything's the same. Some parts fit, some parts don't fit. Uh-huh. I mean, I believe that he's going to be on a pretty stock engine this weekend. Uh, it's not like we have time to do porting on the plane. Right, so, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, but and he felt that it was a lot better in, in some spots. So he said, yeah. "You know what? I don't know, what's it going to hurt, right?" So, well, you you but, uh, you know him well, and if he feels it's going to help him do better, then that's it. That's the bottom line, right? I mean, that's yeah, that's all he cares I, about. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, you know, and it could be a mental thing with Chad, you know, uh, and. He shows up and he thinks it's better, and I mean he goes he goes faster. So uh, you know we'll, we'll see. I, do I think he's gonna like go podium this week because of the bike? No, no. I, I don't think that's the case at all. Yeah. But I think he will be better. I think it was better. You know he did do a few laps on it, and where he was complaining about the other bike maybe not being as good, mm-hmm. this bike was better. The chassis yeah. is the chassis is better, I believe. So, uh, and so the old motor doesn't bolt right in. I thought it did. I thought the motor cradle was kind of the same, but no. Nah, uh, there are some things that are the same, but uh, yeah. um, it definitely doesn't just bolt right in. Okay, so yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a drawback for sure. Ask uh, me, ask me if we tried that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you did. Uh, Dan Truman on the line from Get and uh, and Athena as well, talking uh, talking Boston Supercross this weekend for Chad Reed. We had Kiefer on earlier. We called Kiefer, and he said, "Yeah, it's a better bike. Uh, the F the factory edition is a better bike than the stock one. There's no doubt." So, you know, I mean, I think that's a universally uh, sort of deal, you know, where everybody thinks it's a lot better. So that part, that part's good. You know, you're, you know, you're making the right decision, I think. Yeah, for sure. I think that overall it's a better bike. And at this point, uh, what's it going to hurt? You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to, he's yeah. not in any kind of championship hunt or, or anything like that. Or right. it's not going to hurt anything. So why not get a little experience on it and, and see how it is? Right. And, um, you know, I mean, I'll give him credit though, man. He pulled the trigger. He, he bought it with his own money and you know right. like you know we paid to ship it here and uh but it's a lot of work to go into it but do you do yeah. you tell the dealer like hey this is for chad reed can we get cost <laughs> yeah and they just laugh at you they're like uh yeah we can sell this bike for full retail plus right now because everybody wants it and there are none i know right and they, and, and they just laugh at you so um we we actually do have a dealer in florida that helps us out um he's really cool Stream Power Sports. They help out Chiz also. They're they're Moto guys, and and they did give us a deal. Um, okay, well, that's good. You know, so it, it was it was cool on that part of it. Um, um, hey, day races. Where are you at on day races for for yourself? Um, I think they're good. I don't think all of them should be day races, but I think they're good to have them sometimes. I mean, we all have families and stuff, so to get back home early is cool. 
And, uh, you know, both this race and next week, you can get out on Saturday. So I think it's cool to have them sometimes. But I don't think they should all be that. 6.30 track walk's tough. Yeah. Uh, mechanics and team people and, mm-hmm. and everybody else. Yeah. Uh, Josh Hill for Factor Yamaha, is, do we know for sure? Is this? I would think so. Uh, JT thought said the same thing. We'd think so, but we haven't heard. Yeah, I, I think so. He's not on the entry list. I think he'll be there. Um, I see that he's been riding. He's been training a little bit more. He's been riding a bicycle. So I, I think he shows up. That's my opinion, though. I yeah. really have no insight on that. So uh, outside of a shit show track in Seattle, that's all we saw him at. How does he do in like a you know soft and ruddy normal quote unquote supercross track? Uh, I think he makes the main event. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. Uh, I mean, with so many guys being out now, I don't know if that's saying you know. Well, I was gonna to I was gonna I was gonna say that, Dan. That's not exactly a, a tough call. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you look at guys, and, and there's some guys that should be in names at all. But uh, I think he makes the main event, and I have him somewhere around 15th to 17th. That's yeah. where I have right. Right. If, he, if he races. Yeah. Um, what's the weather like there? Is it, is it raining? Is it going to be soft and yep. ruddy? It's raining and it's cold. It's a perfect day to build a bike. <laughs> You're so bitter, Dan. <laughs> you are so bitter right now. Yep, everything's going great here. Just, just gotta... it, 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 it's, but the good news is it's supposed to be good weather tomorrow. Right. Uh, so that's good news. And then, uh, yeah, on, uh, on Saturday night I get to go to MotoGP, which is your favorite sport. So I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, jeez. So. That's ridiculous. So I shouldn't count on a, a post-race interview with Chad Reed because he will be gone. Mm, yeah, I would probably get one early. Right, right. <laughs> um, hey, let's talk about Chad's season as a whole. Obviously, we've been doing that a, a lot in the media. Um, he's nowhere near the guy that we've seen before, and we know why. The, the injury is straight rhythm, and we, you know, we understand putting together his own program and all of that. What's your thoughts, Dan? I mean, this is a guy that you know well. He's one of your best friends. Um, I think he'll be back next year. It's gone. It's gone poorly, but I guess in talking to Chad, he kind of says he understands why, and that's why he's not depressed. Uh, what's your take on it? Yeah, I mean, I, I think for sure it's been hard for him. It's been the hardest season um, for him in a long time, in my opinion. But uh, I think that he does come back next year. That's my opinion. Uh, he hasn't straight up said he's racing next year, but I think he wants to at least come in prepared next year. Yeah, you know, in in shape, riding a dirt bike. Um, things like that. Yeah. That's just uh that's just what I've gotten through the season is he doesn't like you know getting even a good finish for him so far has been ninth or eighth or yeah. he has a seventh but he wants to come in prepared. So I think he races another year and he comes in prepared. Whatever that means whether uh-huh. it's on a team or on himself, I think that's what his goal is. At this point, is it more fitness or is the ankle still an issue? No, I I wouldn't say the ankle is much of an issue. Um, he does, you know, his laps during the week and stuff, but I think that he thought it would be a lot easier to come back from that than it was. Uh-huh. It is, you know, in previous years in 04, he mentioned that he had a hurt shoulder and never rode, yeah. but he was, you know, that was a long time ago. His body healed faster. Mm-hmm. He was in shape. The program was prepared. He also has a lot on his plate with running the team, you know, things like that. So, I think that uh, I don't think the ankles really hold him back. I think it's more fitness, and then yeah. you know we're testing week to week. His mechanic brings a suspension case every weekend. We're still changing suspension every yeah. single weekend. We're 15 weeks in. We shouldn't probably be doing that. <laughs> probably not. Most likely, he stays on uh, on Husqvarna if he races again. You think? I mean, I hope so. He should. Yeah, I mean, I think he would like to. Right. I, I right. think that would, you know. But I, I I do know that he is spending his own money, and that if something was to come up to help him, yep. then then I think that he would do it. Oh, Dan, you there? You there? Uh, sorry, we're getting oh. stopped by Boston police. Oh, wow. Uh, no, big, no big deal. Just, you know, we're good. Um, I think if something was to come up and help him out, then then he would he would take it, you know? Yeah. Um, um, I don't know that he would ride any bike, but I think yeah. he would ride a couple Yeah, bikes. yeah, no, it's better than spending your own money. Almost anything is, yes. <laughs> um, let's get to some phone calls for you uh, or for us. First up is Tyler. Tyler, what's going on? How are you? What's your question? All I know is there's way too many Tylers calling in. <laughs> there's a lot of Tylers, <laughs> but yeah. No, yeah. No, I, I was going to talk about the Triple Crown uh, like everyone else, apparently. Um, why can't they run three 10-minute uh, points-paying events, uh, you know, back-to-back, basically 250s, 450s, 250s, 450s? Maybe you can put something in the middle. 
I mean, are they afraid the bikes are going to break down? Because, you know, outdoors, they go 30 minutes plus two on a constant race. So, Well, it's, it's uh, 10 minutes I don't think is long enough. You know, I don't, uh, th- I don't think 10 minutes is, is, is a fair championship. It doesn't reward the guys who, who are in shape and who work really hard off the bike. And also, yeah. too, Supercross, uh, your heart rate gets up there, man. The guys, I don't think they could go oh, back, yeah. back to back. You'd have to put something in there. Something you know? in between. Um, well, on, on top of that, so you have, you, you even mentioned they had like six different winners and six different races. Or something. I don't remember, yeah. whatever it was. Yep. Um, but that does, you know, we're kind of rewarding the elite athletes. So the elite athletes are always going to be stretched out in front, it seems. But if you're getting these shorter races, you know, you get someone like Justin Brayton winning or, or you know, uh, Dean Wilson or something. And that adds value to riders down the down the way. Yes, so, yes. Uh, uh, no, I agree. I agree. I, I just don't think – that's why I think having one of them <laughs> short is good, you know. Yeah, um, get but, the vari- variation. Yeah, I think you want to – I know in the 2018 world, we live in the world where everybody gets a trophy, and I'm not necessarily a fan of yeah. that. But I do like no. – you know, I do like uh, guys winning – um, you know, lots of guys winning and lots of people having success. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it's more exciting. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, the, other, the other thing I wanted to talk about was um, with, with Brock Tickle and, and getting suspended there. I mean, we all want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, Alden kind of brought something up, and it's a little bit interesting. Um, you know, it's like, I don't know what the proverb is, but it's like the guilty conscience goes where no man, you know, asks questions about it or whatever. And uh, he mentioned, you know, the, the lifespan, or I can't remember what the term is, but basically how long that drug yeah. stays in your body. Yeah. Um, it seemed kind of suspicious to me, and I thought, you know, maybe, you know, maybe they pushed it a little too late, or, yeah. or you know, who knows? Like I said, but I don't know. I've, I've read different things about that drug. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if all, what Alden was saying is correct, but that's what he told us too. So I've heard yeah. different, you know, different doses stay in your system for longer. So. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. It's, it's such a confusing world when you just Wikipedia something, you know, and you look into oh, it. Oh, yeah, so. and Wikipedia is not accurate. I mean, no, I can edit yeah. Wikipedia right now. So. Absolutely. It's actually so. kind of funny. If you go go look at the edit history on, on James Stewart, and you'll see a bunch of IP addresses come out of Florida, Australia. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the, yeah. I think there's been some battles between this two. Right, exactly. You know, and, um, thanks yeah. for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, yep, thanks. Uh, Dan, what's your take on this Brock Tickle thing? I mean, what where are you at on this? Uh. First on the triple crown, I I agree with you. I don't think that ten minutes should get championship points and credited for a main event win. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. Now if they want to do three main events where they all get points, I am okay with that. But they need to be at least decent main events, you know, to where you go in the record books as winning a main event, it needed to be at least a fifteen minute main event. Yeah. And that's my that's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, on on that side of it. On the practical stuff, I don't know. I mean Brock's a friend of mine and yours and everybody else's, he's a nice guy. I want to think that he didn't take anything intentionally. Um, he works with, you know, maybe the best trainer ever in our sport. So I don't know. I I think these guys all take stuff that maybe they don't know what's in it. Um, sometimes, yeah. and, you know, somebody gives it to them and says, "Hey, this is what you need to take." And I say, "Okay, yeah, okay." Yeah. So do I think he was cheating intentionally? No, I, I don't. Um, and, and, but it's tough. Our whole system is tough. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, all right, let's get to some more phone calls here. We have uh, Cody wants to talk about Geico. Cody, what's up? You want to talk about Geico Honda? Yeah. Um, so you had Christian Craig on, on the Pope show on Monday. Yeah. And uh, you guys were talking about how he's going to be wearing the same gear as Geico outdoors. Um, I heard that they are switching gear for outdoors. Is that is there any truth to that? Yeah, I heard the same thing. I heard the same thing. Okay. So, uh, is it rhyme with Schmift? Uh, I can't say for sure. Yeah, I, I don't. Okay. I, I don't know exactly all the specifics behind it. That's why I was kind of tr- trying to poke around with Craig a little bit, you know. Find yeah, out. Yeah, I thought that was funny because I, I just uh, I started laughing a little bit because I I know a little bit. So yeah, yeah, no, I, I I'm I'm with you. Like I was trying to see if Christian was going to go there, and he he wasn't. So uh, I guess yeah. we'll, I guess we'll have to wait and see. And uh, also. The Anags love. I like it. I get to ride with him quite a bit. So. Oh, do you? Yeah, um, he's a good dude. Nagy's Nagy's awesome. Yeah. So. All right. Cool, yeah, man. Keep up the good work, man. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it, Alex Nagy. He hasn't gotten a hotel all year, Dan. He has not gotten God, one he, hotel all year. He almost. What do you think he did after that mud bath in Seattle? Dude, he just said he loaded his bike up and drove straight back home to Illinois. Oh, he almost made the man of man. Oh. I was cheering for him. I know, I was dude. Cheering for him harder than anybody all year. I want to see that guy make. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, it's another Tyler. Tyler, what's up? How are you? Hey, guys. Hey, so I, I got a question about points on the Triple Crown. What if they took 
standard main event and made it worth, say, 75 points and kept the ratios the same. So, you know, 75 for first and then you know, three times 25, so 66 for second, you know, on down the line. And then every main of, and then on the triple crown, every crown race was worth 25 points and then second gets 22 you wow. know, down the line. So, Remember, they changed the points things. It's 26 points for a win now and 23 for second. But I get you. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't think, I don't think I'd want to do that because if you twist an ankle, if you're Marvin Muscan and you twist an ankle and you miss a triple crown race, you're down 75 points to a guy who swept all three motos or three crowns or whatever. I, I don't think you want to – that's too much of a penalty to pay. You but is, it, is that really any different than if you twist an ankle in the first Moto and you're down 25 points, you're still down a, a main event win. Uh, right? It's better than being down 50. You know? I, I, I don't know. Dan, what do you think? Would you want to see points for each main think, like that? What if well, he, not, he, he's, uh, saying give, he's saying give more points to the, like, in general and then just give the Triple Crown each, oh, each main event would, be, would yeah. be only, you know, a quarter of it. I get what you're saying, but we're trying to, I think they're trying to make the sport easier for fans to follow and somebody that's uh, into it like yourself or me or, or Steve, we would be able to follow it, but it's already been tough changing the 26 points, even for us. You know, I, I can't even right. tell you what seventh place gets right now off the top of my head. So yeah. before I knew, I knew no problem. So I don't know that they want to make too many changes like that. I agree that something needs to be done to where they figure that out. Um, so it's tough. I don't know that there's an answer for everybody though. All right. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate yep. it. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are, you know, they want to, they want to help out and they want to, you know, give you all these ideas. But let's just take it slow here. Let's try to change one thing at a time, you know, and do it properly and do it right. Um, all right, let's get to uh, caller one here. Zach, what's up, man? How are you? Zach. Hello? Hey. Yo. Hey, man. Hey, uh, Triple Crown, you've, what, I've heard you ask everybody, what do you think number of races wise? What would you like to see, Triple Crown? I know you're a fan of them. So I'll, go, like. I'll go six. Let's double it. Whatever, uh, what if, six. Let's do six. Dan, what do you want to do? What would you do? Yeah, I think six is good. I think five or six, I mean, uh, kind of takes away from the name Triple Crown unless they go the event kind of thing. But it's good for the fans. All the fans that have been at the races, in my opinion, they like it a lot more because they get to see the top guys race three times. Um, it's been exciting. I haven't watched a race on TV yet this year, so I don't know how it is on TV. But at the race, it seems exciting. Yeah, the uh, we were at Atlanta, and you know the Triple Crown's pretty badass when you're there because when the when the 450 race is over, by the time you go get a drink, come back, everything, wait in line, like the race is firing right back up when you get back to your seat. I mean, it's yeah. pretty good that way. But I'd like to see, and I hadn't heard anybody say this, but I'd like to see all the Triple Crowns or whatever they call it. I'd like to see them be East West shootouts because you're already kind of dicking the slow guys. I mean. Those slow guys that are barely making number 40, you know, they're not going to make a triple crown. So I'd like to see those be shootouts. And then with Tomac saying that he kind of was not really worried about catching Marv, wouldn't it be if you swept all three motos, there's like a bonus? So, yeah, maybe the points are still the same because, yeah, I I hate to see points or, you know, main event points for every race because, like you said, if somebody – you know, fucks an ankle, it kind of dicks everything. But, like, if you sweep all three, then maybe there's an extra there's a 10-point bonus, so there's a 15-point sure. bonus or yeah. something like that. But, yeah, it's, it's been impossible uh, for anybody to sweep all three of these, so sure, I would do that, you know? Yeah, so. I think that would be neat. And I, think it would keep, I think it would keep those guys from, you know, getting a pit board in second or third place and just mailing it in, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate I, it. Hey, aside from that, I'm an East Coast guy and just bought a front and rear star cross. And, and I've, I don't blow every product you set, that you guys promote because I don't like all of them. But, damn, those <laughs> tires are badass, dude. Good. And the mounting, is no, the mounting is no bullshit. That is the fastest tire you can mount. It's, it's unbelievable. That's easier, mount, easier mounting, always, an, always a good feature. Um, hey, it's just like my girlfriend, bro. Easier mounting. Easier mounting. Thank you, man. I appreciate the support. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Dan Truman from Get. Uh, hey, so far, our listeners, Dan, want some questions or uh, maybe want a little bit of a deal on a product. D Truman at AthenaUSA.org. They can hook you up, right? They can contact you and yep. 
questions yeah, about? Contact me. And yep. I got a discount for everybody that listens to Paul and stuff. So yep. um, let me know on any Athena product or get products and, and I'll help you out. Yeah, fantastic. All right, buddy. Well, hey, good luck with the bike build in the cold and the snow and the rain. So Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Almost there. <laughs> Thanks, Very Dan. Excited. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. See ya. Dan Truman, everybody from Get and Athena. And uh, please, everybody, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to Fly Racing, Max's Get, Pro Taper. Appreciate, appreciate all the phone calls. Very busy day on the phone calls. You guys all wanted to talk to Marks, probably. Can you blame them? Nope, not at all. Not at all. Thanks, Marks, for stepping in. Yeah, we'll of course. see you next Thursday. Yeah, we'll be here. Thank you, everybody. See you next week.